Well, hello. God bless you. Welcome back again to the Bible teaching channel of A Love Outreach. This is Wednesday night. It's what we call our Wednesday night live. Uh, we, for the most part, do it every other Wednesday. But um, if you're joining us tonight, you're watching, you can let us know in the comment section where you're watching from. And um, if, you know, I'll, I'll repeat this as we go on, as people continue to add on as I'm talking. But if you have any prayer requests, we'd love to pray with you, pray for you. Um, I'm just going to go ahead tonight and read from the Old Testament book of Psalms, chapter 119. So if you are in a position where you can do so, you can go ahead and open your Bibles up there. Uh, Psalm 119. And we'll just kind of, you know, work our way through some verses and discuss it. And uh, as I said, for those of you just joining in, if you do have any prayer requests, anything we can pray for you about, we'd love to do that. But uh, thank you for joining us. Hello to Becky and hello to Kevin watching from the Berg, that is Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. It's good to have you guys here again with us tonight. But yep, if you are, like I said, in a position to do so, do grab your Bibles. Psalms, you'll find the book of Psalms in the middle of your Bible. Pretty good chunks uh, section there in the middle of your Bible in the Old Testament. And chapter 119 is the longest chapter. Um, we will not be covering all the verses tonight. We'll just kind of... Um, play it by ear as they say and just talk about some of the verses as we go it's not something that i've prepared any notes on here i'm just going to read and kind of talk as we go along um you know the idea behind wednesday night originally when i started doing it was hoping that people would you know put in prayer requests and maybe chime in and make it more of a discussion rather than just the time of teaching but either way i'll do either or so but uh, yeah, it's good to have you folks here. And like I said, if you feel so inclined to do so, um, those of you that are watching, let us know where you're watching from. But uh, Psalm 119, starting in verse 1, it says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Now, undefiled there is a word that could easily be translated as being pure in your way. Uh, you, This is, speaks of a person. Now, this was written by David, um, King David. Um, and, of course, we know King David's life. If you've read the Bible, we know that he was not by any stretch of the imagination, a perfect man, a sinless man, or anything like that. But David, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit here, writes to us and tells us the way that we can be blessed. The word blessed there simply means, oh, how happy, right? Just happy, having a happy and a joyous life. And he's saying, blessed are the undefiled in their way. You know, and look, we go through this life, we, you know, 
We all make mistakes. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, as the scripture says. But it should be our aim. It should be our goal, especially if we profess to be followers of Jesus Christ, where we're committing our ways to the Lord and we're yielding our lives to the leading of his Holy Spirit. And that's the key ingredient, really, in the Christian life is that you be led by the Spirit of the Lord. In other words, the Spirit of the Lord indwells you. So you kind of take the time in your life to seek the Lord and listen to the Spirit of the Lord in your life. Because as you've often heard me say, right, this world screams at us loudly, you know, and it's really easy for us to, you know, emotionally react to certain circumstances and situations that happened, you know, that happened in our lives uh, to fly off the cuff, as they say, or fly by the seat of our pants and just live an emotional life. But the Lord really calls us to something different. He calls us to be led by his spirit, right? And to commit our ways to the Lord. And David here is just saying, we need to be pure in our ways. We need to, you know, he says, who walk in the law of the Lord. Um, The law, the word law there, of course, just means like a set of rules that we follow, something that we live by, right? Now, in our case, that would be the word of God, the word of God that we base our lives on. And we say, okay, this is, this is the moral authority in my life. This is what I go by, the word of God. I do my best to keep the word of God, to obey the commands of the Lord, to walk in his ways and to do what he wants me to do, to keep my way pure as best as I can, again, by the leading of his spirit. Because really without the leading of the spirit of the Lord working within us, uh, it's, it's very, very difficult to keep your way pure. Okay. He says in verse two, blessed are those who keep his testimonies. Now I'm reading from the new King James version of the Bible. And in the new King James version of the Bible, if you have that, you will see there in verse two, that the word his is a capital H. So it's speaking of the Lord here. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. Now, again, that's what it takes to walk in purity, to walk undefiled, to walk in the ways of the Lord. You've got to be seeking the Lord with your whole heart, okay? Fixing the eyes of your heart upon him, seeking him on a daily basis, saying, you know, from from the moment that you wake up in the morning, seeking him in prayer, just, you know, spending time in prayer, however long that be for you, you know, just to seek the Lord and say, Lord, lead me today. Guide me in the way that you want me to go. Let me walk in your will and in your way today, right? That's seeking the Lord, you know, or if you have decisions that you're making in life, directions that you're taking, things you're doing on a daily basis, you just have a life where you submit, commit, and seek the Lord, right? Submit to and commit to the Lord in that way. And it says they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. So in order to do no iniquity, right? Iniquity would be sin. If we're walking in the ways of the Lord, we are blessed, first of all, as we see in verse one, because we're keeping ourselves undefiled, right? We're keeping ourselves, we're keeping our ways pure. Um, Then we're, and we're seeking him with our whole hearts. Well, then the result of that, is that we're going to do no iniquity because we're keeping his ways. Hello to Gwen, watching us from Gettysburg as well. It's good to have you here, Gwen. David goes on in verse four to say, you have commanded us to keep your precepts 
diligently. Okay, so again, just speak precepts, just speaking of the rules, the regulations, the, the word of the Lord, something that we are to abide by, something that we are to walk in, right, is the ways of the Lord. And notice the word diligently there in verse four. How do we do anything diligently in life? And really, if you think about it, there's really no success unless we do something diligently in life. In other words, we get committed to something. Whatever endeavor you you undertake in your life, you know, um, you, you got to do it diligently. And that's what the Lord calls us to as well when it comes to our spiritual lives and how we're walking with the Lord. Good evening, Jay. It's good to have you here. Thanks for being here with us tonight. So... Yeah, if you are just joining us, I am in Psalm um, 119, the book of Psalms, chapter 119. So then in verse 4, it says, You have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Oh, verse 5, Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. So David is, is simply showing us here, King David, the writer of this psalm here, he's showing us that, that this is the desire of his heart. Again, we all trip up. We all slip up. We all fall. There, no one's perfect. We're never going to be able to say that we've arrived to any level of perfection or we're holier than anyone else, right? But David, notice how he says this there in verse 5. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. David knows what the best thing is here. Right? The best thing in life is that we walk in the way of the Lord, is that we walk in the will of the Lord, right? And that we keep his commands. So he's saying, man, that's just the way I want it to be in my life. Okay. But again, there's no secrets here in the Bible about the life of David. We, we, know, we, know, we, we can read all about David's life and his mistakes and his failures in the Bible, but yet he's the one writing this to us that the Holy Spirit used to speak these things. He said, but he says, if my, if my ways were directed to keep your statutes, he said, then I would not be ashamed when I look into all your commandments. So sometimes, right, we can look into the word of God and, you know, let me just throw in something right here real quick, right? It says in the scriptures in the New Testament, right? It says that there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus, okay? If we walk according to his word, no condemnation. And also in John chapter 3, 17 of the New Testament, it says that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So God's not about condemnation. It's not what God's about. And and you really need to read the Bible in its entirety to understand this. And you really need to devote time within the scriptures to understand what is the heart of God toward us, right? And David's saying here that if he would keep the statutes of the Lord, if he would walk in the ways of the Lord, then when he looks at the commandments of the Lord, he wouldn't be ashamed. Well, why would he be ashamed? Well, he's saying I'd be ashamed because I read the commandments and I realize I break them. I realize that I fall short, right? And we all do. I quoted that earlier, right? All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So what do we need? We need a savior, right? We all need a savior. We need the Lord. And that's why 
I'm constantly teaching what the Bible teaches, and that is, is that we look unto the Lord, that we seek the Lord with our whole heart, like we're reading about tonight, and that we just desire to be in his word and to know his will and to say, Lord, what is your will? What is your purpose? What is your plan for my life? Because he's gone to such great lengths to redeem us and to draw us unto him, right? He's... God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I mean, you can't go to any greater lengths than Jesus dying in your place for your sin. In other words, you and I deserve punishment for our sin, right? We deserve separation from God. We don't deserve fellowship with our God because he's a holy God, right? And uh, we're impure, but yet Jesus came as the propitiation, as the substitute to stand in our place so that we would not be ashamed and we can seek the Lord and we can desire to walk in his way. He says in verse seven, I will praise you with uprightness of heart when I learn your righteous judgments. Now, that's something that all of us need to do. We need to learn the righteous judgments of the Lord. In other words, how does the Lord judge things? How does God see things? Not like what, what is my way or what is the world's way or what was the way of my upbringing or even what's the, the way of this religion or that religion. No, what is the Lord's way? How, how does he judge things? How does he see things, right? And, and that's what we need to learn. You know, and the only way we can learn that is through reading the word of God. You can never get to know anyone unless they speak words to you in some way, shape or form, right? You get to know them. You get to hear Jesus said from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? So you really kind of get to learn somebody when you hear them speak, you know, and you hear what they speak about or you hear the way they talk or whatever. You can kind of make a certain judgment, not that you want to be judgmental, but you can kind of say, oh man, I see what this guy's all about. I see what this girl's all about in the way that they talk, right? Well, that's the only way we can really know God as well is to know his word. And, and he's not hidden his word from us. He's given it to us. And it's been passed down through all the centuries. And we can see everything, you know, just plain as day here. We can see the sins of people, people like David who, you know, committed adultery with a woman named Bathsheba and then had her husband killed. You know, and now he, he's a guy that, that seeks the Lord. And, and God even says that David was a man after his own heart, right? So, we, so God understands that we fail, we fall short, but there's redemption and there's a second chance and there's a new life that we can have, but we just need to turn our eyes to the righteous judgments of the Lord, to the word of the Lord, right? Verse eight, to keep, I will keep your statutes Oh, do not forsake me utterly. David realized here, there's nothing worse than if God were to forsake you. But you know, it's a promise of the Lord Jesus to those that follow him, that he'll never forsake us. He'll never forsake us, right? But here we see just the heart of a man crying out and saying, do not forsake me utterly, Lord. Right now, look at this, verse nine. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. That's what we're talking about here. How do we walk in purity? You know, going back to verse one there, blessed are the undefiled, the pure in the way who walk in the law, the word of the Lord. 
How do we do no iniquity? How do we diligently seek the precepts of the Lord like we're reading about in these scriptures here? How do we keep his commandments? How do we walk in his righteous judgments and in his way? By taking heed according to your word, he says. That's why I take the time to do this, right? So that we can have a time where we understand, okay, what is the word of God? Because we all need our ways cleansed, don't we? I mean, we walk through a filthy world. We see filthy things with our eyes. We see filthy, we hear filthy things with our ears. We see the decline of our society. We see all kinds of things happening in the world. We see murder. We see hatred. We see violence. We see all kinds of stuff in this world. And it's hard to, to try to keep your mind pure, isn't it? Right? But by taking heed to the word of God, it cleanses our ways. Why? Because it refocuses us. And that's what we're doing here tonight, right? It gives us time to, you know, come and say, hey, let's, let's just take a break. It's midweek here. Let's take a break and look at the word of God, kind of be renewed, renew our minds, right? He says, David goes on in verse 10, with my whole heart, I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. So here's a repentant man, right? Here's somebody that, yes, has failed in life, right? But he's come to a place where he sees the value of the Lord. And he sees, and he sees how happy, how blessed, like we talked about from verse one, how blessed someone can be that just seeks the Lord and follows the Lord and walks in the ways of the Lord. And he's saying, don't let me wander from that. Don't ever let me stray from that because he's found a place where his heart is content. You know, your word, he says in verse 11, I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. So there's another good reason to read the word of God. You see, when you read the word of God and you know the word of God, it, be, it becomes something that does really get hidden in your heart. It's something that kind of pops on your mind, you know, when you're going through certain circumstances. I always encourage people to read the book of Proverbs, 31 chapters. I've got teachings online, uh, you know, of that actually on YouTube. Uh, it's called Today's Wisdom. It's a teaching session that I did all the way through the book of um, Proverbs. And I really encourage people to read the Proverbs on a daily basis, 31 chapters. You can read a chapter every month, do it every month. Or excuse me, you read a chapter every day, do it every month, right? For 31 days, or if it's 30 days, read two of them that day, you know? But again, it's just a matter of hiding the word of God in our heart, having it stored up in there so that we don't sin against the Lord, so that we walk in his way. Why? Well, go back to verse one, so we can be happy. We can be blessed, right? Verse two, blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. This is a blessed life. This is the kind of life that God wants you to have. He wants me to have. But there's a way we come about it, and that is through the word of God and keeping the word of God hidden in our hearts, right? And if you're, if you're somebody that's saying, a lot of people say, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, I just have trouble reading or I don't like reading or whatever the case may be. Well, we've got so many options for that, don't we? We got people like me doing stuff like this with the word of God. We have 
you know, audio Bibles out there that we can listen to when you go for your walks or you do this or that, put it on your headset, you know, um, and uh, listen, listen to the word of God. You know, it'll increase your faith. You'll grow in the Lord. You'll hide that word in your heart. You'll have that wisdom that you need for those times in life when you're going through something and, you know, you really need the word of God. He says, blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips, I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. Now, this is the man that is king, right? He's king of Israel. And, um, oh, that we would have leaders today that care about the things of the, of the Lord, you know, that care about the statutes of the Lord, that want to govern our country in righteousness rather than making declarations and decisions and passing bills and all that that are against the word of God and against the decrees of God, right? That's why I say we live in a world that is declining, but we need to be people that as individuals continue to seek the Lord. He says in verse 14, I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. Think about that in your own life, right? I, look what David says there again in verse 14. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies. That is like the things that, that God declares. So like the word of God, the commandments of the Lord, right? I'm not just talking about the 10 commandments when I say that, but just the statutes, the precepts of the Lord, the things that he declares. Um, how much do we rejoice in that? Is it as much as we rejoice in riches? In other words, when we say, man, I'd be happy to get an extra thousand dollars right now. I'd be happy to get an extra million dollars right now. Boy, I'd be so happy, right? Well, David's saying, I... I rejoice in the testimonies of the Lord like that. That's what's important to me. So we need to make the word of God something of importance in our lives because he's our creator. He's our maker. He has a purpose. He has a plan. He has a direction, a way that he wants to use you in this life and bless you in this life. You know, he says, I will meditate, verse 15, on your precepts and contemplate your ways. So he, he, he compares them and says to riches and says, yep, I prefer your ways, Lord. And then he says, I, I think deeply on it. I meditate. I contemplate, right? I examine myself and I say, okay, am I walking in the ways of the Lord, right? Do we have times like that in our lives? That's the thing, right? Do we take time in our lives to be, devout in that sense, right? Where we're just devoted to something, okay? Again, I'm not talking about being a monk. I'm not talking about joining religion. I'm not talking about all that kind of stuff, right? I'm talking about, you know, are, do we just take time to think on the things of God? You know, in our daily, when we're working, when we're doing whatever, in our families, do we have prayer time in our household? Do you pray at dinner time? Do you pray in the morning? Do you have anything in your life that shows that you're seeking God? Simple to do. You just by faith start to do it. Just make it a practice in your life to do it. And then it becomes a habit in your life. Penny says, as you lay down to sleep, listen to the Bible. Let it soak into your soul as you fall asleep. Exactly. That's something else that we can do, right? Just give our lives 
to the Lord when we're laying down to go to sleep, you know, and go to sleep to the word of God and, and let the word of God come into you as you are falling asleep, you know, like Penny is saying here, right? So in verse 17, deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Okay, deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. So look at David's heart there. He's saying, this is the bountifulness that I want in my life. You know, he's not saying, Lord, make me a millionaire. Lord, give me a nice chariot and some nice horses and some new sandals, Gucci sandals or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, does Gucci make shoes? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, he's not saying that kind of thing, right? He's saying, I, I want to... I want you to deal bountifully with me in the way that allows me to keep your word. So he wants to honor the Lord with his life. He says, open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law, right? From the word of God. You can substitute there the word law with the word of God, right? Because that's uh, the word law just simply means like a set of rules, a set of statutes, right? Um, a set of precepts. And uh, for us, that's the word of God. So he says, I am a stranger in the earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. What does he mean he's a stranger in the earth? Well, if you are a person that decides you're going to seek the Lord and other people around you know it, you're going to be a little bit different than them. Okay, you're going to be a little bit different than the person that is of the earth, maybe that's very worldly minded, that is seeking after the things of the world. And maybe they're consumed with the things of the world, the material things in the world, right? And we're to kind of be strangers to that kind of stuff. Because for us, and I, when I say us, I'm speaking to those that have committed their lives to the Lord, we should be making the priority in our lives, the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of this world where we're seeking, like we're reading about here, to just honor the Lord with our lives and with the way that we live, right? So he says, I'm a stranger in the earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. So he wants to, he wants to hear from the Lord. He said, my soul breaks with longing for your judgments at all times. You rebuke the proud, the cursed who, who stray from your commandments, Remove from me reproach and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. He says, princes also sit and speak against me, but your servant, speaking of himself to the Lord, he says, but your servant meditates on your statutes, right? So again, this is just the life that of a blessed person. Someone that says, this is what it's about to me. I'm going to focus on the Lord. Yeah, there's all kind of trash talk, all kind of stuff going on behind the scenes and all that, but I'm just going to focus on you, Lord. I'm just going to fix my eyes on you. Your testimonies in verse 24, he says, also are my delight and my counselors. That's, we can receive counsel from the word of God. Do you need wisdom? Do you wonder why, you know, life keeps going in a certain way 
certain things keep happening in your life and you, you, you don't know what to do and you need counsel, well, the word of God, the word of God is our counsel. He says, my soul clings to the dust. Revive me according to your word. So he's talking about a dry time in his soul. And what, is he, what, do you, what do we do when your soul clings to the dust and there's just that dry time in your life? Well, you, you want to be revived? Well, you get revived by the word of God. He says, I have declared my ways and you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts so I shall meditate on your wondrous works. He says, my soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. So there we see something else about the word of God. It can strengthen us, our inward man, our soul, right? Remove from me the way of lying and grant me your law graciously. I have chosen the way of truth. Your judgments I have laid before me. Right? In other words, he's saying plain right in front of my eyes are the judgments of the Lord. And when he sees how wonderful this is, and when he understands the word of God and the will of the Lord for our lives, if you come to understand that and you choose the way of truth, right? You'll want lying to be done away with in your life. You want to get away from all that kind of stuff. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. He says, do not put me to shame. I will run the course of your commandments for you shall enlarge my heart. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to covetousness. It's so easy to get caught up in covetousness in this world, right? I want this. I want that. I need that thing. I've got to have that. And, and we get consumed by it. And then we end up using credit cards and getting in debt and all that because we got to have this or that or the other thing. Whatever it is that controls us and consumes us, that's covetousness, right? And he says, let my heart, you know, be in obedience to your word and not desiring all these things. He says, turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things, verse 37, and revive me in your way. And that's what we need to do, folks. We need to be revived in the way of the Lord, especially if we spend so much time seeking after and going in our own way. And, and, and where does it get us? It really doesn't make us happy. We might think it does, right? But true happiness, true blessedness comes from knowing the Lord. I'm going to stop here in just a minute, read just a couple more verses. Establish your word to your servant who is devoted to fearing you. Where are you tonight? Where am I tonight? Are we devoted to fearing the Lord? That is reverencing the Lord. Have we ever stopped to think that maybe we should devote our lives to the Lord and maybe we should reverence the Lord? He says, turn away my reproach, which I dread for your judgments are good. 
I could go on and on reading here, but we've already been gone on for about 33 minutes here. Maybe we'll pick this up on another Wednesday night. We'll kind of continue to go through this. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But yeah, we've already been over 30 minutes here. So I'm just going to, you know, stop here for tonight, leave you with that and just really encourage you again to get into the word of God yourself. And um, hey, if anybody needs a Bible, reach out to me. You know, those of you that are watching live or those of you that are watching the recording of this, um, you can email me at dave at aloveoutreach.com. If you need a Bible, we'll get a Bible for you and send it to you. Or, But look, it's very easy just to get the Bible online. Um, blueletterbible.com is a great place to study the Bible. Uh, it's there's also an app for it that I have on my phone, uh, Blue Letter Bible. It's a great way to study the Word of God. Um, there's many other ones out there as well. Um, BibleStudyTools.com is another one that I'll use. So you don't really need me to send you a Bible. If, if you're watching this, you obviously have access to the internet. And there's um, many different Bible apps out there that you can put on your phone and come up with a daily reading schedule. But um, like I said, you can go through the book of Proverbs as well, which is a great, just a daily reading schedule right through that the 31 chapters of Proverbs. But so anyway, just want to encourage you in that again. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening, whichever the case may be. Those of you that are listening to the audio version of this in podcast format, we'd love to hear from you as well and know where you listen from. Um, and if anybody has any questions that we can help you with in regards to uh, growing in the Lord and in the knowledge of the Lord, we'd love to help you with that. But Becky, th Becky says, thanks, Dave. Uh, you and Penny have a great night. Thank you, Becky. Kevin, Jay, Gwen, thank you all for being here. Those of you that have commented and the rest of you that have not, thank you all for being here as well. And uh, we'll go ahead and close it out for the, for tonight. But yeah, if you do have any other questions, you know, I'm going to close this out. But if something's coming on your mind, on your heart, which I do get, I'll get some emails afterwards of somebody asking a question or something like that. And I'll... Um, you know, I'll respond to them and I'll definitely give you an answer on that. But good night, Kevin. And uh, God bless everybody. We'll see you next time.